0: All right. Very good. Okay, so I'm going to share for a few minutes. I know we got kids in here, so I'm going to be brief. Uh, your kids might talk, talk to me a little bit, typically more than y'all do on Sunday morning, and so it's not a big deal. So just, uh, just know I know the kids are in here, and we're going to keep it short and sweet. Um, according to the National Retail Federation which is kind of the, the thing that kind of guides understanding of how we spend our money. Um, it is projected that Americans will spend $859 billion during this holiday season. It's about $100,000 more than we spent just a few, hundred million billion billion more than we spent more just a few years ago. So Christmas for us has turned into a consumer-driven kind of market. It's something that's used, you know, as early as October, we're getting Christmas trees in stores and things like that. And where Americans seek to find their happiness, getting more and more and more. What we know as followers of Jesus, that we're invited in this season to wonder. We're invited in this season to look upon this moment, this Christmas story, and see something pretty beautiful. And so what I want to read is what we just read, but I'm going to look at Luke chapter 2. A few verses we read several weeks ago as we were going through this this account uh, during this Advent season. I just want to read a few verses to us. We see this little story take place on the foothills of Bethlehem. And this event takes place where these angels show up and we see them declare about this good news of great joy. So we meet these blue-collar third-shift shepherds. We met them a few weeks ago. We talked about them at length Um, This would have been the type of job, some of us have watched this, where Cousin Eddie, if he wasn't going for his management position, he probably would have settled for this. But because he was going for the management position, he probably wouldn't have done this. But minding their own business, suddenly these angels show up to these third shifters. There's a mixture of both terror and awe taking place in this moment. And the angel says, don't be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy. And what we find in our news cycles and 24-7 constant news is there's not a, an emphasis of good news, but instead of negative news that brings about anxiety and sadness. But here we see good news of great joy for all people. And that good news is news for us as well. There's a painting I mentioned a couple weeks ago when we talked about this text, and it's by a guy named Henry Oswa and uh, you can put it up on the screen here. And, and in this uh, painting, we see that a couple times he depicts uh, these um, kind of first advent stories, and here we see it similar. We see these angels. We see that they are, I don't know if this is the full scope of the, the photo, um, but this is a good portion of it, at least. And in it, this is pretty zoomed in. This is, is this just one angel? Maybe it's too zoomed in to even understand. Uh, So there's supposed to be three angels, and there's supposed to be, at the bottom right, some shepherds. I don't think we see all of that here, but imagine in your minds, use your artistic sense. There, nope, no different. I'm just confused. I feel like I'm missing something. Maybe, I don't know. Is there three angels there? I feel like I'm in my head right now. Either way, in the original painting, there is uh, three massive uh, angels. There's this blue hue of these angels and this awe, these majestic angels and these shepherds that are very small, ant-like even in the picture. And he's trying to give this picture of magnitude and grandeur and, and beauty and awe. And that's what we're seeing as we look at this text in Luke. Luke chapter 2. He's trying to pull that out of us, this this artist. And see, the culmination of good news is found in this baby that's born in this place called Bethlehem. You know, we can miss the wonder as we look at this text. Maybe we've heard it over and over again year after year. We forget the idea that God became a man, the creator of all things, dwelt with us in a way that's pretty baffling if we take a step back. It's very similar but also very different to the idea of the Niagara Falls fitting into a thimble or the sun fitting into a flashlight. It's this baffling to consider and in so much greater um, magnitude, it's staggering to consider how God has come. And see, this is an invitation for us to wonder. It's an invitation for us to take a step back and say, no, God has really done this. He's really shown up in a way that's powerful and profound and communicates things to us that he would go to such length for them, but he also was willing to go to such lengths for you. The implications are great. And in our time, though it's short, I just want to communicate this simple truth to you, that the creator of all things has chased you down to rescue you. The creator of all things has chased you down to rescue you. The one who spoke and the galaxies were created. The one who created these humans and put him on this rock called earth. He's chased you down in our shame and in our sin. He's pursued us. He came to rescue us, which means that you're not too far gone. Regardless of who you are, you're not too far gone. See, when we read this story, we're reminded that God loves us. He cares for us. He's pursued us, and he rescues us. And it's here that we wonder that God would do that for us, that he'd go to such lengths for us. There's this story that originated in France, and it's about these four shepherds uh, that go to Bethlehem. It's a play on what's happened in this story. And in, in this story, we see these four different characters, these different shepherds, um, bring different things to Mary and Joseph. And again, this is just a, kind of a tale. Uh, the first brought eggs... The second brought um, a baguette, because it's French, and cheese. The third brought wine, and the fourth one didn't bring anything. And they all show up, and again, I get it. I, get, I, don't, I don't get the eggs, but I get the baguette, and the cheese, and the French wine. Like That makes sense to me. The eggs I'm confused by. But any, anyways, the, the fourth, again, didn't bring anything, but his name was uh, Le Chante, L'Enchante, L'Enchante which is a French word. And so the first three, they came and they presented their gifts and they talked to Mary and Joseph and they, they engaged them and they talked about the birth story and what took place and how they got there and kind of filled them in on the information that was taking place. And They sat in front of this, this barn-like environment and they, they talked about the things that had just occurred. And then finally someone just spoke up and they said, where is uh, Enchante? Where did he go? And they begin to search, and they begin to try to find him, and then finally they, they look past the, the little um, drape that was kind of placed over the, the baby to prevent the, the draft from going into that little space. And there, the enchante, which is uh, translated to the enchanted one, is kneeling before the Savior in worship. Recognizing that he was the reason why they, uh, the angels showed up. He was the reason why they came to Bethlehem. They wanted, he wanted to worship this one. See, friends, as Americans seek to find our happiness and getting more and more and in finding our hearts empty, the greatest gift has come. Oh, come, let us adore him, wrapped in swaddling cloth and lying in a manger. See, he's come to rescue us, and it's our opportunity to respond and to wonder together. Let's pray. Father, I pray for each of us as we enter into the busyness of the next little bit, um, seeing people we enjoy or maybe don't enjoy, um, experiencing the the good and the bad of this season, meaning um, this might remind us of ones we love that have passed on, and it's painful, and it's hard, and it's difficult. And for those that are there, I pray for comfort. But for those who um, need your grace and strength, I pray you draw near. Lord, thank you for coming. Thank you for moving among us. Thank you for the story of Jesus. We bless you, and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen.